Hey guys, I'm here with Pastor Emmanuel Rusu from Living Water in Beaufort, Georgia. He was sharing with me something I thought you would really enjoy. He was talking about the wisdom in building. Hmm. Why don't you tell him a little bit about what you're saying? Yeah, so I, I was saying that a few years back, um, we were remodeling a home that we bought as a bankruptcy. And what was interesting is that the construction guy told us, hey, we're about to lay down the driveway. And I, I thought that was pretty standard and pretty simple. There shouldn't be any questions regarding that. Uh, but he says, uh, let me find out from you what your future plans are. What are you planning on driving? And I said, well, you know, we have the standard, you know, sedan SUV. So he goes, uh, well, okay, then we'll just pour the standard six-inch concrete. And then, Eric, I ask him, so what, what's behind this question? Because I'm, you know, always interested in, you know, getting deeper down, you know, what's happening. And he says, well, depending on what you plan on doing. So if you're planning on having heavy-duty trucks, if you're planning on, um, you know, driving a big, huge old van, heavy van, then you will need to put in more concrete down. And I said, oh, you know, what, what's happening? What's the problem with that? And he says, well, if you're putting down the standard six inch and driving a heavy duty truck, it's going to crack the concrete. So you have a beautiful house, but you have a cracked concrete driveway. And so what the Lord really spoke to me is, he says, Emmanuel, well, what's your plans? What, what are you planning on doing in the kingdom of God? What, how, what's the vision that you're carrying? Because if you're just doing something little and something light, then, you know, you don't you know, just do the standard. It's all right. And, um, you know, the people who know me, I always strive to um, or desire to. Lord, if if we're doing something, let us do something great for your kingdom. And so I, I feel like it's important to pour in the thick, the thick concrete uh, so that as the glory of God sits, as, 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 as the things of God are laid upon us, um, we won't buckle and crack. Uh, because I believe that the, the things of the Lord are, uh, uh, they carry a weight to them. And so it's important that, that as we are preparing ourselves to a work of the Lord, that we're digging down and, and, and laying down the right foundation so that we can carry and honor what the Lord is placing upon us. You reminded me of something from Leonard Ravenhill. Mm. He said, when you see a Mack truck driving down the road, mm. you know that it doesn't have a bug engine in it. <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. A Volkswagen Beetle <laughs> yeah. engine in it. And in the same way, he was saying that if there's going to be a church, mm. uh, going to be a ministry that carries heavy weight, it has to have prayer. Yeah. The power of prayer has got to be the depth yeah. of the concrete. It's got to be the engine inside right. of, of the ministry. Uh, Bunky used to say, I don't want to play with marbles when God called me to move mountains. That's <laughs> <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> and so even with, with what the Lord has been doing with you throughout yeah. the years, have you seen that prayer tends to be the deepening to hold the thing that God wants you to do? Uh, absolutely. I, I will tell you um, that at times when things are going uh, smoothly, 
and things are happening, like, like King Asa, uh, that at a certain point, everything was going good. Uh, sometimes you withdraw yourself from that intimate prayer from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and you feel like uh, that when the Lord places something upon you, um, you, you begin to crack and buckle under that. Mm-hmm. Your, your character isn't able to hold that uh, and, and be stable and uh, uh, able to carry out effectively. And so it brings me back to the realization, I need prayer in my life. I need uh, that connection because without that, um, uh, your soul gets into trouble. Um, yeah, pride creeps in, bitterness comes in, uh, contention and arguments and things that shouldn't uh, creep in into your soul uh, creeps in and you will begin to buckle. You can still work under a, a level of anointing, but your character will suffer. And then you might have a beautiful house, beautiful ministry from afar. People are driving by like, wow, look at that. But if they drive up closer, they'll notice the cracks on that driveway. And, um, and, and so I've got into a point where I had a beautiful service. You know, the spirit of the Lord was moving. And, and uh, on Monday, the crack was developed because of a pride in my heart. And uh, as soon as, uh, and I guess there's enough humility to notice the crack and say, Lord, no, that's not where I'm heading. And, and so I just run back to him. Uh, but it's, it really is important to, for me at least, as I'm looking for, you know, the six months, the 10 months, mm-hmm. the, the, the five year, and, and uh, to grab a hold of the picture that the Lord has for me. Because based upon the picture that the Lord has for me, I'm going to be laying down that concrete. And so if the Lord has a humongous picture for me and I'm pouring two inches, that thing is not going to hold that vision. And so, uh, uh, and also the action of pouring Mm. reveals my faith Mm -hmm. in what the Lord is revealing to me. So if I'm pouring two inches, that just says, Lord, I don't quite fully believe in what you have showed me. Wow. And so the, the, the act of me pouring that eight inch concrete, so yeah. to speak, is saying, Father, I believe in what you've spoken to me. I believe that the, the, the weight of your glory will come. I believe that the, the provision and the revelation will come. And that is why I'm preparing this driveway to carry mm-hmm. the weight to carry what you are about to bring into my life and my ministry. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's powerful. You're reminding me of Samuel Chadwick's quote that Leonard Ravenhill picked up. And it's, he said, no man is greater than his prayer life. Yeah. No man is greater than his prayer life, which kind of calls our attention to what does God see as great? Yeah. What, what does God see as success? And it has to have at its roots a foundation laid in intimacy with him, yeah. in prayer, and the bankruptcy of looking to God for power. You know, I was looking at Zacchaeus in Luke 19 the other day, yeah. and <laughs> he wants to see Jesus. So number one, he has a desire, I want yeah. to see Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then he notices he can't see Jesus because of all the 
people, the people, things people have said, things people have done, mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. in this world, what this person thinks, what it gets in the way sometimes of us seeing Jesus yeah. rightly. So what he does is the scripture mm-hmm. says here in verse four, he ran ahead of everybody. That's right. That means he put a distance between him and everybody mm. else. What other people think, this person, that person, what this person's done, he put distance from himself. Mm-hmm. And then he went up a tree. That's right. Which what he's doing is putting his sight of Christ above everybody else. Mm. Love that image. In this, he sees the Lord, and the Lord recognizes him. Hmm. And he finds a communion with the Lord that everybody else missed because his desire was strong enough to cause him to separate from people mm-hmm. and to put his vision of Christ higher than anybody else. And that entered him into a fellowship with the Lord that uh, was unique to anybody else yeah. in that day. And it created a new restoration in his life. I'll give back anything. That's true. You know, something brand new happened in his life. So would you say that in ministry, that one of the temptations is the heads of people? getting between us and Christ. Yeah, I, I think what you mentioned and, and the, 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 the picture of Zacchaeus and the voices of people, um, there, there is a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise happening um, in, uh, in our lives. And that, that noise will um, put us off tune uh, or off balance from what the Lord is speaking to us. And um, I, I think if we take the story of Zacchaeus and put it side by side of Peter uh, walking on the word, because another way of uh, Peter uh, looking at Peter walking on the sea is actually Peter walking on the word. So, um, you know, people say, well, he's walking on water. Yeah, but what is supporting Peter, P- Peter is the word that was spoken to him and he's able to walk supernaturally on the word. And as soon as the noise, the noise of the sea, the noise of the wind, the noise of, of what he's seeing overtakes his, um, uh, uh, his uh, understanding or standing on the word, he begins to sink. And so I believe that uh, in, in what Zacchaeus has done is he uh, chose to uh, choose the voice of Jesus above the noise of the people. And it, it raised him up. And, and when, when the Lord has spoken to him, it, it created a transformation in his heart and in his family. Uh, his uh, his future was changed yes. and transformed, totally. and uh, it, it is it is a beautiful thing when we um, focus our attention yeah. on the voice that matters, <laughs> and and put out the distractions, yeah. because the distractions of this world, the noise of this world is so loud, <laughs> and the enemy actually understands the spiritual realm. Uh, and that is why he will uh, turn up the volume, if you will, because he knows that when the people of the Lord will concentrate their ears and their eyes on the voice of Jesus, that everything will be changed and he will be put to shame. And so I want to put the enemy to shame by uh, rejecting the voices 
and, and, and listening to the voice that matters in my life, voice that matters to me as a father, voice that matters to me as a husband, a voice that matters to me as a minister, because that is at utmost importance to me for good success. Joshua, you remember. Yes, that's so powerful. I was telling you the story earlier of the man who bought a bird. And the bird was supposed to be able to speak an entire sentence, sing an entire song. (laughs) And he kept, after he brought the bird home, the bird would sing the first part of the song and maybe the last part, but never the whole thing. And so he calls the guy who sold him the bird. He said, you told me this bird could sing an entire song. And the man says, well, uh, cover his cage. Yeah. So he covers his cage and the bird not only sang the beginning and the end, but without interruption, sang the entire song. And the imagery is pointing to when we remove the distractions, That's right. our song is unbroken. That's the right. song of worship is unbroken. Uh, so let's pray. Yeah. Let's pray. Would you pray for those that are dealing with constant, uh, not just distractions because everybody deals with distractions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but losing to distractions. In other words, they let the distractions take them away from yeah. their vision of Jesus, their fellowship with Jesus. They're going deep in prayer and laying the foundation in prayer. Would you, would you yeah. pray? Yeah. Father, I thank you uh, for this time. Lord, I pray for everyone listening and watching, Lord. I pray that those other voices that are loud in our lives, the voices that says you cannot, the voices that say you have been defeated, the voices that limit, the voices that bind, the voices that close us up. Father God, I pray that the ears of every listener today will hear the mighty voice of King Jesus. Lord, you have uh, a better word for us. And so, Father, let that word that is spoken by Jesus, let that word that has been spoken in the word of God penetrate into our soul, Father God, and change and transform our lives. So, Father, open up every ear to the sound of the voice of Jesus. And Lord, let every voice, let every voice of defeat be silenced. Let every tongue that speaks uh, uh, words that do not align with the word of God be silenced. And so, Father God, right now we focus upon you. Thank you that we are saved. Thank you that we are stored, restored. Thank you that we are healed in Jesus' name. Thank you for all of the promises. Thank you for everything that you have done and are going to do. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.